The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Wednesday. Max, what's happening? You know, uh, Six Panther goes by a lot of different nicknames, right? He's, he's, he's the logo. He's the legend. He's the Moneyline Don. Have we ever called him the Commander before? Because that has a good ring to it. <laughs> he also Commander. Goes, Commander. Commander Panther? No, no. And, and, and given what Commanders is associated with... I don't want you to ever call me commander. So. <laughs> He's also been called the defendant too. So I don't know. There <laughs> <laughs> may or may not be some truth to that. <laughs> so here we are. We've got the Washington commanders. Hooray. Hooray. I have a, I have some sex Panther tagged the uh, hype video. I don't want to watch the whole hype video. Here's what the unis look like. Okay. Great. Yeah, I'm just you know okay yeah cool. Well, it's got it's got the little like what what the the military stuff on it right? So oh yeah, it does not that oh, ranking the, stuff yeah, right? Little, the, the, the stripes or whatever. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're going for the solid color look on all the uniform, the way the home and the alternate, all the solid color. Yeah, cool. And, and, and in today's society, in today's technology, and with all the creativity out there, I think they really went all out and spent a lot of money on that helmet logo. It just it's incredible. Uh, they probably dumped $20 million into that logo. <laughs> There's a marketing firm out there that's just like twiddling their fingers like Mr. Burns. You know, <laughs> we'll take your money. Yeah, right, right. God, classic, classic, classic. Yeah. Not at the NFL level, but I've been an owner, and I'm not putting a fucking W or, or a letter on my helmet. Like, you get a do-over. It's the NFL. You're one of, like, 32 franchises. Daniel Snyder gave his stamp of approval on this? I was dumbfounded. I think they just wanted to play it safe, non-offensive, and just remove themselves from their former nickname, right? Isn't that just just beige we're going beige here people we're not this is no, nothing anyone can get upset about <laughs> i mean it's, it's are they the fucking washington karens at this point yeah. you know i mean that, that's that's beige when i think of beige that's what i think of right um well, it question, is <laughs> question though right i mean so now that this washington thing is behind us once and for all hooray we're all excited um is it the chiefs next Oh, Chiefs are in the sights. Oh, absolutely. Right. Yeah. Is is that it? Like you you figure that uh, it's 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 doom for them, right? Oh yeah, I think they're toast. They're just they're just kind of uh, you know they're sitting on the deck of Titanic, thinking, eh, maybe we'll be okay. <laughs> I have an idea for their next team name. I want to float this by you guys. The Kansas City Redskins. Whoa. What do you think? Max, you, you're kind of steering into the skid here on this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, so, I mean, uh, the, the Kansas City football team then. Uh, they'll be the fucking football team for two seasons. I, yeah, they should have just stayed the Washington football team. Like, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Commanders. Yeah, who's getting hyped over Commander that, you know, 
nobody cobra commander that's Ooh. who is oh. like it named a team after me hooray but you get some fucking uh silver helmets that's what they should have done the fucking silver fucking face plates like cobra commander and then uh that would be cool that would be that, so, yeah. that would that would have been cool <laughs> <laughs> i'd have got behind that <laughs> kansas city can just delete the eye and they, they've got a snickers endorsement and everything for the kansas city chef so the they're chefs. ready to go oh, right, right and they save on paint oh yeah right? yeah <laughs> there's gonna be a lot of ink spilt over this next topic i fear i think so i think so uh brian flores suing the nfl uh several reports came out yesterday that brian flores um was uh just kind of at a loss of the uh the hiring process that he went through and it seems like a catalyst of this were was i mean the ultimate catalyst i believe is a boomer who doesn't know how to use uh, text messaging right uh could he not have had in his phone uh fat brian and black brian is is that what what uh, belichick could have done to avoid this confusion because he sent a text message congratulating brian flores on getting the new york giants job a job that i thought was his right? I mean, I going into this, looking at the odds, like holy shit, Brian Flores is available. That, that's that's a slam dunk hire for the Giants. It went to Brian Dabble, who I, I had no idea that he was a Belichickian guy either. He 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 coached under Belichick as well. He dabbled, so, yeah, he dabbled in the Belichick. Uh, he was in uh, Belichick's phone. So that was seems to like be the catalyst. Is that uh, Brian Flores was scheduled to interview with the Giants on a Thursday? He gets this text message congratulating him on like a Tuesday, basically saying that. The, the interview was a sham like it was just to check the the rooney rule box so uh but you know on the surface like okay that's one isolated case and then when you go through like when you read the whole stuff about this whole thing i mean him showing up to an interview with john elway being hung over no shocker there right guys we're, we're not shocked that john elway showed up to an interview hung over um and you, you you start to you know, look at the stuff. It's like the owner of the fucking Dolphins uh, twisting his arm to make him you know meet with uh, Tua, even though uh, well, allegedly Tua. I, we don't know who the quarterback is. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. It's Tua, uh, which would violate you know NFL rules. And the owner saying, "I'll pay you a hundred thousand dollars per loss." Uh, you, this there's a lot of stuff here to kind of digest, and it, you know the whole when there's smoke, there's fire thing. There's a lot of crazy shit going on here. Um, do I think he's got an opportunity to win this lawsuit? Probably not. I, I think that the the you know proving racism, unless the owners basically come out and and you know it's a few good minute like yeah, you goddamn right I'm a racist type thing. You know, <laughs> this won't uh, be an episode of Law and Order, <laughs> right? Exactly. You know, uh, it's not going to be that. So it's going to be hard to win that uh that case but i think a lot of shit's gonna come out a lot of shit just came out with with the whole uh washington football club thing and and their harassment things and that's what got chucky gruden fired right so i think there's gonna be a lot of shit that comes out about this and and uh, i tell you man um the the questions people are gonna start going through looking at black head coaches and seeing what their records were and and how they were you know treated with winning seasons and stuff like that there's gonna be a lot of information that comes out during this trial so get your popcorn ready it's gonna be crazy oh boy well, and you know, we're only at what Super Bowl fifty six. So we're fifty six years in since the merger. This is a good old boys club that I am. There's no doubt that there's where there's smoke, there's fire. There's probably a lot, and it's piling on with Belichick. It's piling on with the owner offering money. Um, but my problem here is Flores is basically taking one for the team, taking one for the race, right? Because 
he's pretty much blackballing himself from a coaching job. This is the guy that we thought did a great job in Miami, was probably the best candidate for a bunch of these jobs. And my issue here, and this has been in play now for, for quite a while, it's this stupid hiring rule, or interviewing rule, I should say, where they bumped it up to, to two minority candidates. Like, look, if the dude's not a candidate, he's not a candidate. Why are you forcing us to interview somebody we have no intention of hiring. Something's got to happen with that rule because you're going to start seeing more of this, you know, basically Elway showing up drunk because the NFL says I have to talk to you, but I'm not hiring you. It, I have a real problem with that rule. I I support Flores. I believe Flores is there's, – there's a lot here, but at the same time, I think he's falling on his own sword here to make a case. Oh yeah, he's he's torched. This is scorched earth tactics. You're not getting hired, right, as a head coach, any ever again. I don't think you can no. technically because I mean, what is the league? The league is the owners, right? Right. So you're suing the league. You're suing the owners. Yeah. Is essentially what you're doing. So I, I don't think an owner can. Um, you know, I mean, from a legal standpoint, I'm saying now, there might be an owner out there that that might want to, I don't know, for some reason, hire him because he's a good coach or something. I don't know, um, because he fucking got a lot out of that fucking shitty ass uh, Dolphins team three years in a row. I don't know, because he probably knows a thing or two about defense. I don't know. They may, might want to hire him, but I don't think they can legally because there's a lawsuit against all of them. Right. Until on. until this is settled or, or you know, decided you can, they won't be able to. You remember the 2019 Dolphins? You guys remember that? The beginning of the mm-hmm, season? How mm-hmm. they were just dumping players. Players were asking mm-hmm, to leave. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Flores was getting cucked by his own team. It was just, it was remarkable. What and, are you doing? And, a, and, and they went, what, 7-9 to nine that year, right? Was it 7-9? I think they went 7-9 to nine that first year, and they, they knocked off the Patriots in, the, in that final game to get yeah. the Chiefs a home field advantage in the playoffs. 7-9 and nine with no one on that fucking team. Yeah, that was that, that, that was where they were heading into the draft. Then the following year, with like what thirteen picks or something crazy, they had a lot of draft picks. They, this is a good team. This is a, a team that has got talent. Whether or not Tua is the answer at quarterback, I don't know. But um, yeah, I don't. And now you, you're hearing all this stuff about how Flores is treated. Um, who's going to be their coach? Right? Like this puts Miami under the spotlight now as well. Oh, there'll be a million people that want to be the coach of an oh, NFL yeah, absolutely. team. Let's see. There, there's a high school uh, offensive coordinator that would fucking do it. Right? <laughs> um, you, can, you can pay me $100,000 a loss on this. I, I will throw this out at you, though. I'm, I'm just I'm not playing devil's advocate here, but I'm playing the owner of the Miami Dolphins right now, sitting in my chair with all of this. And, and my thought is, 2019, if I would have tanked and got the worst record in the league, I could have drafted Joe Burrow the next year. Mm-hmm. You, you you know, so, I mean, you know this shit happens. You know it happens, but it's just like, uh, let's hi- let's just hire a, a coach that is, is it, we're going to pay him to fail, and then we're going to fire him for ineptitude. It's right. a fucking win-win. Yeah. It's a goddamn fucking win-win for these owners. Right. Well, yeah, what do you do if your floor is in that situation? Yeah, you know the team wants you to lose. You know for the future of the franchise, it actually might be uh, advantageous to lose. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's your ass on the line, and not just mm-hmm. your ass. These players, these poor fucking players, they couldn't get out of Miami fast enough. You're you're just going to march them out there to their deaths. I mean, in the NFL, you've got to you've got to convince these grown men to believe in you, you to to put their bodies on the line, to shorten their lifespans for you because they believe in you. They believe in what you're about and what you're trying to accomplish. 
And, and who, who was the head coach before Flores? Who was it? I'm checking right now. You know. guys continue. I'm, che- I'm going to check. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Panther. Yeah. Well, and to, to, to Arch's point, though, when you're looking at these teams, <laughs> it's not just my – go ahead. You found it. Oh, we know. We know. I, I didn't realize that it was right before Flores, but we know. We know who that guy is. It was Adam Gase. Oh. Oh, shit. Jesus. <laughs> How do you not just hold on just to him for him. another season then? Yeah. Like, if you want to lose. going to tank. I know. If you want to lose, he, he, just, he wouldn't your, have to do it on purpose. That's your guy right there. God damn. But to Arch's point, you, you know, you're, you're asking me not just Miami, but all these teams that are the, the management is looking at a top draft pick. Oh, we, if we lose this game, we're like number one or number two on, on the draft board. But you're asking the coaches to basically ask their own future. These players are always playing for their job, right? Yeah. So you're like, I'm trying to – I'm expected to lose so you can go draft somebody to replace me. Like, that's that's never really the case. And and you can't trust management. Oh, yeah, yeah, we got you. Just go ahead and tank this game. We're good. Your job is safe. You can't trust them on anything. So it really is hard for management to try and want what is best for business. But coaches and players – it's not best for them because this is their jobs. This is their future. And also to Arch's point, I mean, your window, Tom Brady exceeded that window at 22 years. You're not, you're not playing 20 years in this game. So you want to get yours while you can get it and then get the fuck out. This is, this is wild. So th- just, just look at this. Oh, this, this is so fucking wild. So, I mean, basically between 1970 and 2004, they had three head coaches, Don Shula, Jimmy Johnson, Dave Wanstead. From 1970 to 2004. Uh, once that was let go in the 2004 season, Jim Bates took over for the rest of that season. Nick Saban was hired. You guys remember how that went for two years? Mm. Cam Cameron, he had a season, one season. Tony Sperano, he had uh, four seasons there. Probably, like I'd say, their best success post-Dave Wanstat, really. They, they uh, made an AFC uh, division championship and you know made the playoffs once. But still, 29-32 uh, record, not so great. Todd Bowles took over for Sperano when he was fired uh, midseason. Uh, actually had a winning record, Todd Bowles. Uh, Joe Philbin took over. He was there for four years, 24-28 record. Not so great. He got fired in 2015. You know who took over for him? It was Dan Campbell. How funny is that? Hmm. Dan Campbell took over there. Then Adam Gase was there for three years, and then Flores was here for three years. Uh, Flores, other than uh, I mean that that three games of Todd Bowles had the best winning record of a head coach for the Miami Dolphins since Dave Wanstatt in two thousand to two thousand four. Brian Flores in three seasons had the the uh, at a, a, a twenty four and twenty five record of a point four uh, you know forty nine percent win win percentage had the best winning record as a head coach for the <laughs> Miami Dolphins since two thousand four. <laughs> I the guy can coach. There's no fucking doubt about that. And then the narrative that came out was, well, he couldn't work with the head, the GM. He couldn't work with the quarterback. Yada yada yada. The, the the narrative that came out was that this guy is a piece of shit and he shouldn't be hired. Well, listen, I, you're telling me that you're going to pay me $100,000 to fucking lose games and I'll never get a, a head coaching job again? You're goddamn right. I'm not going to listen to you. Be interesting to see how this plays out because there's, you know, it, there's a lot of smoke. This is going to turn into a full fledged forest fire. So uh, it definitely is not done. Yeah, it's not done. It's not done. <sighs> there's so you know much. It is done. <laughs> you know what is done, though? This segment. 
this segment. Let's let's just move on. Yeah, D Gen gear, guys. You want to dress in style? You want to look like Panther out there on the road? Well, not today because he's stuck in a blizzard. But when he is on the road, he's rocking his D Gen drip sweatshirt, his hoodies. You get those hoodies, those sweatshirts, the the so much stuff. I mean, is baseball coming back? Is baseball coming back at some point? Yes, yeah, it's going to be delayed. Someday, All right. someday we'll yeah. come back. We'll get your Bubble Champ t-shirts, right? Maybe maybe the Dodgers become Bubble Champs once again. Head over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com. Go to the little D-Gen shop icon. Buy our key or keep the lights on around here and go full D-Gen. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it every time and if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just six dollars limited time only price and participation may vary cannot be combined with any other offer single item at regular price Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. right i'm pulling up the nba odds now cool cool yeah let's see what action messed up this time. oh no they got rid of all their sidebar advertisements and showed more of the board i like it oh okay well you listen they listen to us we, we have uh we have a lot of pull with the action network um yeah. I mean, if you guys are looking for a podcast and want to, you know, take on a quality podcast, you know, we're we're available for purchase. I'm just saying, uh, hit up Panther; he does the financials for us, right? We will show up to the interview drunk. Oh, we oh yeah, I, drunk and or high. Well, yeah, I'm high yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! Uh, speaking of speaking of, the Broncos are available for sale. We just need one point yeah, two million dollars. Can we pull that? Can we pull that? You oh, think? let's get Saxy's money in. We're good. Oh, yeah. Well, he's, he's out there buying condos in Miami. Yeah. He's, he's got money to buy the fucking Dolphins at this Land point. Baron. All right. What do we got in the NBA? Washington at Philadelphia. Two streaking teams here. Philly has won six games in a row. Washington has lost five in a row. For the Sixers, their last four wins have all been at home, improving their home record to 14 and 10. You do the math. They've won four in a row. They're 14 and 10 on the season at home. Hmm. It means they were 10 and 10 before that. Uh, their last win, of course, impressive. Impressive OT win over a tough Grizzlies team. Seems like uh, Philly's gotten over that whole Ben Simmons drama. He's still on the team, but he's no longer a distraction, right? Uh, rumor has it that he's not going to be traded before the deadline. They're going to take their fucking time, make this guy sit out the season. But they've moved past him, like me- mentally. Like they they found a good rhythm with the players they have available to them, and they're winning games. Wizards, on the other hand, uh, in their losing streak, oh, not so good. And and now they're dealing with this Bradley Beal wrist injury. He's going to miss at least another week with that. And that puts the responsibility of scoring on one Kyle Kuzma. So, yeah, I'm betting Philly here. That's right. It's a chalky money line, so I got to up the ante to $25. And, yeah, $25 money line bet on the Sixers. Yeah, I gave this game a look. No Bradley Beal. Spencer Dinwiddie apparently – is falling on the outs in Washington, and they're looking for a trade partner where Dinwiddie might be on his way out of Washington. Uh, just not a lot going really all that well for Washington, but we're up to 10.5 points, and I just can't get there. Philadelphia is very capable of doing it. I just I just don't like it. So uh, I'll lean the Sixers here, 
But um, yeah, I can't play this game. Yeah, strong, strong, strong lean on Philadelphia. I do think they win. I do think they probably cover. I just don't want to throw down 10 points. Minus 500 over here is the best line we can find. I, I That's why I have to bet $25 on this fucking game. Yeah, I mean, I saw Unibet was minus 470, but they, t- they stopped taking my money a long time ago. So I'm leaning Philadelphia. All right. Only one more left for me. I almost did two. I almost did two, but I got creeped out by one. And, and I bet you Panther's going to bet that one. So we'll hold off. But uh, Memphis at New York. Grizzlies coming off that aforementioned OT loss to the Sixers. So it, it really is hard to imagine that they're going to lose two in a row, especially to this Knicks team. But I have the Knicks keeping this one close. And so I'm going to find value on that big plus money line here. I'm going to take a little bit of a lottery ticket scratcher at the Knicks at home can actually fucking get it done today. Uh, coming off of that blowout win over the Kings, which, I mean, doesn't shouldn't be anything to be proud of, right? It's the fucking Kings. They goddamn suck. But they should feel optimistic, the Knicks, about Evan Fournier shooting as of late. He's coming off of back-to-back really, really good scoring games. And other than the stinker against the Cavs the past week, uh, his shooting from, from three-point line has been absolutely stellar. Uh, I'm not sure if they can deal him because of that contract he has, but if he continues to play like this, he's going to increase his trade value and maybe help this team get some wins. We know the deal with Memphis. Uh, they're, they're a fucking damn good team. John Morant is one of the best young players in the league. Uh, it's a team that attacks on the fast breaks better than anyone. And they're, oh man, it's a highlight reel when, when you watch this team fucking play. So maybe I'm just going out here and setting $10 on fire, but I think the Knicks can slow things down and, and probably sneak out a win here. So a $10 money line bet on the Knicks. Yeah, and the thing I like about John Morant is after that last game against Philadelphia, he owned that game. He took that loss on himself saying, I didn't hit a three-pointer. I had nine turnovers. You know, he pointed out everything that he did wrong. When he played it, it actually a really, really good game, but he, he owned that, and that's a sign of a good leader. I think they bounce back here in this game against the Knicks. The Knicks have issues. Derrick Rose is out. Kemba Walker's not playing very well, and they're not that – I mean, the 13 and 14 at home. They're not even that good at home. Memphis, 16 and nine on the road. They're you know, that three point loss to Philadelphia. You're not going to hang your head on that. They've been playing really good basketball all season. I just need a three pointer here. So 10 bucks on the grizzle. All right. Yeah. You're getting the Grizzlies, Grizzlies minus three. Max, you're getting Knicks plus 140. I'm going to take the Knicks two here in this one. I, I have it close. Grizzlies almost always win, but New York almost always keeps it close, really close. So I'm going to take the Knicks plus the four for uh, 10 bucks. All right. That's it for me, Panther. You going to talk Cleveland at Houston? Let's talk about Cleveland going to Houston. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a couple pieces out for the Cavs. Lori Markin is sitting out, and Darius Garland, they're really their only other true point guard. Looks like he's listed as out. I'm not expecting either of them to play. Houston on a four-game losing streak, and the last three have not been really all that competitive at all. Even a Cleveland Cavaliers team that's not 100% healthy, I think they can go into Houston and still get this win. I'll lay the five points, put 10 bucks on the Cavs. Yeah, I mean, that was the instant reaction to me, right? This, this line is way too fucking low. Uh, but then, yeah, you see all those injuries piling up for Cleveland, and so that probably is why. But still, I, I still think it's kind of low for Cleveland. Uh, you know, I mean, even Mason Garland and then – We have like have, six you know. or eight? What do you have? Uh, yeah, it's, yeah. It, this is a, this, even without these guys, they should be able to, to just kick the shit out of the Rockets. So it just it, it creeped me out. Uh, the traps have been fucking on point as of late in, in both the fucking hockey and NBA. So mm. uh, it was mm. enough to, to back me up. I'm, I'm going to leave the Cavs here but I, I couldn't bet it 
Yeah, I'm leaning the Cavs here, too. I, I really don't want a piece of this game. It's suspiciously low line. People are out. I don't like anything about this. It smells. Good luck, Sex Panther. I appreciate it. Look, since we're talking about smell, we've got one more game to talk about. Let's look at the Denver Nuggets and the Utah Jazz. Historically, this would be one hell of a game, but the Jazz are broken. Not only is Rudy Gobert still out, Donovan Mitchell is out. Now they've lost Joe Ingles for the rest of the season. Denver Nuggets still dealing with Michael Porter Jr. Looks like he's out for the season. DeMarcus Cousins, they signed him to that 10-day contract. They can't even get 10, 10 days out of him. He's out. So I don't know who's going to suit up for these two teams. But uh, we missed that Denver KOD yesterday, right? Max, trust us, we know. Um, but I like Denver again here. I, the Utah, without Gobert and Mitchell, I just don't know where the scoring comes from. They've lost, I don't know, I have more than five in a row. I'm looking at the screen here. They've lost at least five in a row, and a lot of those not very competitive. So I'll put 10 bucks on the money line on the Denver oh, Nuggets. I think you're right. I think you're right. I have I have the Nuggets win this game by like six points, so I do think you're right. Uh, being burned by them uh, yesterday, that was, was the loss yesterday, right, um, was – enough to not want me to jump up and down and, and bet the fucking Denver Nuggets today. I'm just a little salty from that. But maybe I should learn my lesson because usually when they sh- they shit the bed one night, they fucking come out and, and they they win the next night. Uh, that, and that's the streakiness of this Denver Nuggets team. So, yeah, tons of moral support here. I do think the you know Nuggets outright win this one. So a uh, lean on Denver. Yeah, I'm taking Denver plus the two points while we can still get it. I think they I think they have a real chance to win. It, it, almost every simulation had that being like, you know, very very close one point game right in that range or Nuggets win. So I think I've got a ton of wiggle room to play with. So I'm going to follow the commander and put 10 bucks on the Nuggets. Yeah, I think that's my problem is knowing all these players are out and Utah still the favorite. Really kind of smells. That's all I got for the association. That's all I've got. Going over to hockey. All right. A um, couple games I like. Let's start Edmonton at Washington. Capitals pulled out that win over the Penguins yesterday. Now got to turn things around today. Host of the Oilers. Edmonton coming off that loss to the Senators. But prior to that, they had been playing some very good hockey. Uh, Edmonton earlier in the season was one of the best teams in the league. So we know they have talent to compete. Um, won't be surprised if they end up going on a nice little run once again and, and getting things back together. Washington, of course, they've dealt with their share of cold play this season, um, not the band, the actual uh, play on their ice. Uh, January has not been a kind month for this Capitals team, uh, sitting in fourth right now in the Metropolitan. So they need to get some wins to improve their playoff hopes. I'm not sure if they grab the win today. I think it's really close. I, it's fractional that I have Washington winning this game. So with with the plus line on Edmonton, I think the value is there. $10 bet on the Oilers. Yeah, that plus line is fading because that line is getting worse for Washington. Um, so not only do I think you're on the right side, I think we are on the right side. This is one of the two games that I'm betting. I also am on the Oilers here, 10 bucks on Edmonton. Mm, I kind of like the Caps in this one. Only minus 114. What do I know, though? What do I know? Uh, wow, they're only minus 108 Capitals? Uh, you, you know what happened. I mean, I, I, I locked this game in about an hour and a half ago i was getting plus 120 on the oilers that's where i was plus 120 yeah. Yeah. it's 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 switching the yeah. money's got to be on edmonton well we've got an arbitrage situation there for you max <laughs> talk about yeah. that later <laughs> right, right right all right <laughs> odds jam <laughs> i don't know uh los angeles kings at the detroit red wings uh red wings got a good win over the ducks the other day trust me i know now the Kings are in town uh, continuing their road trip. It's a road trip that's actually gone pretty well for them so far. They've won three of their last five games. They, they're two 
losses were really close ones. Uh, granted, their three wins were close ones. I guess five games plus one goal differential means that you're fucking winning or losing close games. So nothing to be super excited about. But I like this Kings team this year. I think they show up. Uh, Detroit, you know, they're always a tough team at home, but uh, I'm running the numbers, man. And, and Kings got this one. So I think they grabbed the win. $10 bet on Los Angeles. Yeah, I hesitated on this one. When I first saw it, I think I saw it at like Los Angeles minus 125 and that that kind of smell, but it's already up to minus 140 now. So I think you're on the right side. There's some uh, money being put on the Kings and uh, I didn't bet it. So I'm not going to jeopardize or jinx you or anything here. So I'll just give you moral support. I'll lean on the Kings. I like the Kings an awful lot at that minus, that minus 135. That's that's the, that's that's the ceiling, that, right? That's, that's, that's pretty much the ceiling. I, I can get it up to about minus 142, 143, and then, <sighs> and then I, I lose the value there. 135 is perfect, though. Yeah, okay, okay. That's it, though. Those are my two games. Panther, what else you got? I've got one more. It's a team that you're supposed to be on. Let's take a look at the Minnesota Wild going mm-hmm. to Chicago. Mm-hmm. Wild, you know, we keep talking about them. They've been playing pretty good on the road. They are playing some really good hockey right now. Went back-to-back against the Rangers and the Islanders on the road. Took care of those two. Now they're going against the Chicago team that struggles to score still. And their goaltending's really kind of gone to shit as well. When you put a 96-year-old in goal, it kind of sometimes happens. Uh, at minus 160, I've actually got plenty of wiggle room here. So I'm dropping 10 bucks on the Wild. You know, uh, when I was looking at this earlier and it was minus 175, the implied probability was my expected probability is right there with it. Uh, at, now it's it's shifted to, you know, minus 160, one, one, you know, 165, yeah. 160. So, I mean, the expected probability, my it's it's like a six point difference. So I, I should be betting Minnesota here. I uh, do worry that the, you know, the late money, the, the sharps are hitting uh, Chicago. So maybe they know something or see something that we don't see here. Um uh, yeah, more support. Going to lean Minnesota here. Uh, the, the the money coming in on Chicago right now is is, is a little concerning. Uh, yeah, it, it maybe a little bit. I do think you're right though, Panther. The minus one sixty. You're probably still. You've got a little money to play with, a little wiggle room. So I'm leaning that way with the wild. But uh, we'll see where this line goes. Okay, that's all I got for the ice. But I do want to make a, a real quick question to the Dredns. They can talk to us on Twitter about it. Did anybody jump on those goddamn coyotes? At what plus 500 last night beating the avalanche <laughs> if you did i want you to give us a shout out on twitter i saw that this morning i was like you fucking kidding me that was incredible <laughs> a couple comments real quick uh, iceberg likes the thunder plus 12. we, we didn't talk about that one right? we didn't talk about that that's one up, that's up to 12 wow uh dallas um man I, I got dallas winning this game by about eight points so i think uh plus the 12 is is a little too high mm-hmm. yeah yeah tease it to 18. <laughs> Jesus, Edmonton plus one and a half. I, I it's solid play. It's a absolutely solid play. It's chicken shit. Just take the fucking money line. But yeah, solid play. Chicago plus one and a half. That's uh, that's getting a little bit more dangerous. Uh, maybe, but again, like uh, you know, the money knows something that we don't know. So uh, he likes the Red Wings as well. The no, fuck you. <laughs> The Wild are hot, playing a dead team. The line is moving down. Chicago to cover. Yeah, you got to right, re- right. read the tea leaves. Too much money, too much public. All right. So we talked about the clusterfuck that is the NFL, the PR nightmare. We talked about uh, NBA and NHL, Max. That is it. 
Tom Brady officially retired, by the way. Lost in the fucking news yesterday. <laughs> he's, he, he, he didn't thank Boston in his uh, in not. his retirement. So, but he's, he apparently has something very special. He's going to sign the one day contract and retire as a Patriot. Oh, that's, so, that's, that's good. That's nice. Nice guy. Nice guy. Tom Brady. We love him. We're going to miss him a lot. Uh, download the DJs app for Android, iOS, and let us know anything about our picks. Your picks, anyway, picks over on Twitter at betting absolute. No matter where you listen, please eyes, rate, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Of Panther, take us home. I'm just wondering if Vegas has odds that Brady comes back in 2024 just to have a big comeback or something. Uh, let's get out of here with the Panther parlay. I'm on those Memphis Grizzlies, the Cleveland Cavaliers, and the Denver Golden Nuggets. Put those three together. That'll be your Panther parlay. We're hanging out on Facebook, mostly on Twitter. Give us a shout out. Let us know if you took those coyotes yesterday. Uh, we'll shout right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're doing today. When it's all said and done, kids, stay inside and make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.